Hello family, this is In Christ Alone, your word break for today and we are talking about intimacy with God, intimacy with God and what I have sought to establish is that the theme of the scriptures, when you look through the scriptures, is that this relationship we have with God, this Christian life, is a life where we are called to fellowship with God. We are called to have a deep, intimate relationship with Him. If you perceive the relationship we have with God in any other way, we will miss out on the great blessing of of of, of our walk with God. And and see, that's one thing that makes the Christian faith stand out. That we don't have a God who's like some cosmic force out there. We don't have a God who is out there looking down on us, waiting for us to slip, so that you know. He he punishes us as it were. We have a God that desires to have a relationship with us right from Genesis. We have a God that desires to have a relationship with us to the point where he manifested as flesh. The Bible says that the word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst men. He desired to dwell amongst men that will have fellowship with him. So always see, have that perspective of your walk with God. Indeed, that's even why it's called a walk with God or you know walking with god or having fellowship in the spirit or going deeper in christ or having the presence of god these are all expressions of our intimacy and i said that is why the church you and i we are called the bride of christ it is a love relationship and we must learn to have intimacy and i'll talk about how we can have intimacy with god but i want to still dwell on this mindset we must have when it comes to having intimacy with god and I want to see how, or I want to show how a lot of the things in the Christian faith are very easily understood, very clearly understood when we realize that what we have is a love relationship with God and therefore we must be fellowshipping with Him. For example, take the issue of sin. You see, the truth is that we have been, we have, we have overcome sin. In Christ Jesus, we have been granted victory over sin. The Bible says we are justified. Justified means that God treats us just as if we never sinned. The truth is that we have been made righteous. The Bible says that he made him, made Christ who knew no sin, to be sin for us, that we, you and I, you and I in our humanity, we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So righteousness has been imputed upon us. You know, there is we've been given victory over the power of sin, over the presence of sin, over the, even the punishment of sin. The Bible says that knowing this, that we were crucified or our old man was crucified with Christ, that henceforth we will no longer serve sin. It says that the body of sin might be destroyed. So the truth is that we have this victory over sin. We have this access to God's grace, this access to God's mercy, this access to God's forgiveness. The the you know question that would always go with this, and it, it the same question Apostle Paul answered in Romans chapter 6, twice he did, in Romans chapter 6, that if we have access to all of this grace and mercy and forgiveness, doesn't mean we have the license to go on sinning. Shall we sin so that grace may abound? If we have such freedom from the power, the presence and all of that, doesn't mean we have the license to sin. Why do we choose or why should we live, you know, in, in a manner that is pleasing unto God, if we if we know God forgives, if we know He's so merciful, if we know He's given us this you know, victory over sin, it is because we have a love relationship with Him. You see, we have come to the place where we have fallen in love with Him so much that 
irrespective of his forgiveness and his mercy we do not want to live in a way that displeases him it is like a man or a woman who is so in love with his spouse irrespective of whether or not the spouse is so forgiven and so merciful irrespective of whether or not there is even the opportunity to this spouse will choose not to be unfaithful will choose not to you know commit infidelity because of the love because the person has fallen in love so much with his or her spouse and that is the same way we walk in, in 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 a life of purity or in a life free from sin it is that because we are falling in love so much with god that is what jesus said when the woman the, with the alabaster box came and 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 they wondered why this woman was doing what she was doing jesus said in luke chapter 7 verse 47 i believe that he who has been forgiven much loves much it was the expression of her love for once he had seen in a man who was the lover of her soul not her body he, he, he she had seen in jesus a man that you know in whom she can now have worth in life and not no longer be considered a sinner and a harlot but somebody who also is worthy she had seen that in the man jesus and therefore she loved much he who has been forgiven much loves much that is how we walk in victory of sin you fall in love more with god so much so that the desire to even you know sin against god leaves you so that's one example of why intimacy is so important and how it, it makes you make sense similarly similarly if you take the issue of given for example and it's it's such a controversial issue all the time and just like sin sometimes people want to attach a lot of legalism around it and rules and regulations but you see the truth of the matter is that when you look in the new testament the most important the most critical condition for giving is given in cheerfulness given in cheerfulness given in cheerfulness the bible also says that where your treasure is there your heart will be so actually what god desires is our hearts not even our money the money is just an expression of where our heart has gone to and that is why it is cheerfulness and so you realize that when you you become so intimate with god when you are falling in love with god you don't ask too many questions about the rules around the given about how much and what percentage and is it first fruits is it this is it that and all those no the all you are desiring to do is to give cheerfully is to give cheerfully out of the abundance of your heart it is like falling in love with somebody you know new young love how you want to lavish so much gifts and so much precious things on your lover is the same thing you just want to give to god you just want to give out of the liberality of your heart because you are so in love with god given makes sense given is understood given is well practiced if you are intimate with god if you are intimate with god same about the giving of other things like your strength your effort your time like in other words working for god being faithful to the commission all of that makes sense when you're in love with god because it's a sacrifice you are ready to make the sacrifice of your time you are ready to make the sacrifice of your strength you are ready to make the sacrifice of your money as i've said you are ready to do all these things not out of a certain fear 
lack of feeling not out of a certain sense of just you know blindness or mindless or blind or mindless duty but out of love the, the apostle paul said second corinthians chapter 5 verse 14 says that the love of christ compels us we are so in love with christ it compels us to do the things we are doing so i'm saying that the walk of faith in the new testament believers life this new life we have in christ a lot of things will, and are well understood and indeed well practiced when we walk in deep fellowship and intimacy with god i wish a wonderful day god bless you